I'm Amy, sex educator, sex and relationship coach, and co-owner of PurePleasureShop.com. And I'm April, sex toy maven, VP of Hot Octopus, and I've dedicated my life to the business of sex. We're two people with a passion for educating and inspiring shame-free conversations about sex and relationships. Welcome Welcome to to the the Shameless Sex Revolution. Revolution. Want to learn more? Go to ShamelessSex.com. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code SHAMELESSSEX at PurePleasureShop.com. You are listening to a Pleasure Podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit PleasurePodcasts.com. Well, hello, everyone. Hi, everybody. Welcome. Oh, wait, you're doing your sexy voice right now, aren't you? Uh, Hello. Is this for the eargasms? That's for butterscotch. I love butterscotch. I actually don't like butterscotch flavor, but I love butterscotch in this episode. I like both, actually. I I've never liked it. Oh, you like you remember well, Werther's Originals? Yes. No, Werther's Originals. I hated I those fucking commercials. And really? every time I was at a person's house that was older, in they offered like, you a Werther's Original. Yes, they were grand parents age at the time when I was little they're like you want a Werther's original oh I was gosh. like mm, I'm good so I loved them when I was a kid and I don't think I had any grandparents give them to me but recently a Burning Man my partner he was off on his own journey there like and right he, he got some? lost no someone's like would you like a Werther's original <laughs> it's like a Ricola I would take yeah. but a fucking it's Werther's like, original no you look like you could use a Werther's original right now <laughs> he like definitely hit the 40 plus club right there yeah. <laughs> and he is all right so this is <laughs> <laughs> this podcast uh, might seem similar to one we did two weeks ago, but it's different because the other one's about dirty talk and how to do it. This is about audio erotica and eargasms, uh, not how to touch ears, lick ears, all those things, um, which is wonderful because I love me some eargasms. But uh, the power of the information that can come in our ears to turn us on should you have auditory abilities and right this like is so proven with asmr and how popular asmr is and i just want to say not all people are auditory not all people have the ability to hear or have limited hearing abilities so i just want to highlight that piece here too so we are really speaking people who have the ability to utilize um, the act of hearing auditory sensuality sexuality explicit content to heighten your arousal um, and 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 really taking away from moving away from the actual visual aspect. Although we do comment on the visual aspect because April d- decided to come up with some sexual comics during this. But, but that's oh, neat. yeah, we need to revisit that. Yeah, no, maybe that's our with next Lala. book that we write since we're already writing a book and we need more books to well, write. We need an illustrator then. All right, yeah. Hey, bro, one. what's up? He doesn't listen because he's afraid. So are you ready for a new thing that we're going to call testicle monials? I am, and you forbade me from pre-reading these, so I have no, no idea, what's idea what's happening. It's testimonials. So I'm going to listen with my eyes closed and not read, just like our listeners. And they're <laughs> No, don't close your eyes if you're driving. <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah, if you're driving, keep your eyes open, please. Unless you need a moment, pull off on the side and close your and eyes. Then, yeah, take a moment to listen to testimonials. Now, I'm just making that name because it's not just from testicles. It's not about testicles. It is actually just a fun way to say testimonials. So testimonials, number one. I see one. what you did there, Chip. Uh-huh. I like it. I so like it. A recent episode on the Cougar episode 294 from a listener. Thank you so much for all that you do. Great information in a fun and spirited package. I happen to be a 50 50-year-old woman who is happily dating a 37-year-old man. So, of course, your Cougars episode sparked my interest. The hormone discussion reminded me of something I wish I had done earlier in my life. During the time when all the hormones were all over the place, before I was firmly planted in perimenopause, I went through a period of a nutty high sex drive. Even though it was actually pretty fun, now I understand the importance of getting your hormones checked and recorded for use as a baseline to compare when things change. Thank you for all that you do. Can we speak to the nutty part? Because I love that I mean, she used that. Well, and also I did cut some stuff out, but they were like, it was fucking awesome. <laughs> well, I utilized some of that information for one of my favorite humans that's located on the East Coast who uh, wants to get pregnant and took information that was nothing about cougars that we gained from the interview. And she's utilized it and is... More like hormone balance. Hormone thing. balance. Yeah. And also using the temperature ring thing. Oh, yeah. Say the name. Oh, yeah. Until they sponsor us. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Uh, but she bought one and is now regu- regulating and um, being able to identify with her basal 
temperature. Yes, yes. That's yeah. aside from the point. But the cougar episode was yeah. amazing. But I that well, was what we gained from this. this human speaking to, and it also makes me think like, all right, yeah, I'm 37. Actually, who, she's dating a 37 year old, and like, hmm, she's 54. Yeah, maybe I should start checking out my hormones. So thank you for that feedback. We really appreciate it. We love hearing when something's really landing for you. Again, a reminder: we love it when you email it to us. So don't stop doing that. Also, put this in iTunes and Spotify because it's really helpful. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Okay. Are you ready for the next one? Testicomonial. Test, <laughs> testicomonial. Testimonial. How about testy? Testimonial. We're going to work on it, Amy. <laughs> but I love where your head is at. Oh, oh I love where your testes no, are at. No pun intended. Mm. Okay. IG story on Bisexual Pride Day. I just wanted to say thank you for your Instagram story on Bisexual Pride Day. As a bisexual male married to a straight cis woman, it's invigorating to see your post about how there's nothing wrong with us. As someone who took a long time to realize their sexuality, I hope a lot of people saw your story if they are also struggling to understand their bisexuality. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Gracias. Merci beaucoup. Oh, wow. They speak, Obrigado. Whoa, they speak a lot of languages. No, also. I just added those. those. <laughs> so I actually, it, so I cut a couple of pieces out. Toda here. Raba. Oh, si, Gracias. Senorita. Okay, I'm done. Uh, I'm done. Uh, senora. Uh, so they, I cut a couple of pieces out because one was that um, it's not normalized to be bisexual and monogamous. And so, and there was something that was highlighted. Like, hetero, in there. like in a hetero monogamous relationship. Well, but this then, person's not hetero because they're bisexual. So they're. But in a monogamous relationship with someone that is the, of a gender that so is different than theirs. Mar- he's bisexual married to a straight woman in their monogamous relationship, but because he's bisexual, he's been like, well, you know, what, what the fuck? And then normalizing that, like, there's not one way to do it. You can be monogamous that's and a, bisexual. That's and what I'm saying. Or not. That's what I'm saying. That's a good highlighted point because my brain, my traditional brain goes to, wait, what do you mean? They're married to a woman, a cis woman. And not really, not now. I'm just saying that for anyone out there that's confused because I was initially confused because I went into this the the mentality of, wait, but they're bisexuality, so but they're married. So are they married to a man? Oh, wait, they're bisexual. So that's the thing. It's good to clarify. There's no labels that need to be held and sexual orientation is something that isn't necessarily related to your uh, being as a whole. And the thing I would add to that, you know, so it's so confusing I think for a lot of people who are like okay, so you're bisexual, so you're into penis owners and vulva owners, but you're married to a straight woman and you're monogamous. So how could that be? But plenty of people who are uh, heterosexual, uh, so penis owners, just in a vulva owners who was in with a straight woman, we're not like, how could that be that you're just into that woman, even though you're into women in general? You're not under fucking a whole bunch of women. Or when they are, when they are, we're like, you know, we shame them or the opposite. Of course, you you know, there's all the different how sides. How dare you watch but that thing just with because, two dudes? Just because if this broad orientation means all of a sudden you can't be monogamous or it can't just like hone in on one place for a little while, whatever. There's so many variations of what it can be. But yeah, I think that that was what they were highlighting there. And it, yeah, it's, it's interesting when you flip the, the perspective, and you're like, oh, yeah. Duh, that makes perfect sense. Is that so silly? Because we talk about this being in relationship where like, of course, we naturally have desire for other. We could still be monogamous or maybe we're not. Maybe we're monogamous. Maybe we're polyamorous. Maybe we're all the other things. Are you ready for the next one? This is your surprise one. Are you ready? Okay. Yes. You for you really were I forbid. You her. were sh- forbade. Oh. Sometimes I like to just change it up. <laughs> okay. Ready? Shoppy. I just want to say. April is the hottest stone cold fox I have ever seen. Okay, now I'm embarrassed. (laughs) (laughs) I can't get enough of hearing all of her brilliant wisdom. And you better be sure I'm following you on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. So I can put her beautiful face to the voice. F TikTok for taking you down. I'm personally going to tell all of my friends to follow you while you rebuild. In complete adoration, anonymous do we know who this is actually i can't tell you it's anonymous. you do you do know who it is i can't tell you i bet you're crying oh my god no i'm not crying i'm laughing oh. so hard and i'm like <laughs> embarrassed this is what happens when i'm embarrassed and i'm embarrassed with like with uh, i'm i'm very flattered i get so embarrassed well, when people true. say anything about um your greatness yes i know it's cute it's adorable know. thanks for adding this amy and for Baiting. I didn't want to ruin the message. I know. She's like, do not read the blue. If you read the blue part, I will. She didn't say she'll kill me, but she was like, just don't. Well, it's funny because the opposite of if it's like a, a negative message about our podcast. You're then, like, ah! And I was then like, a positive a disclaimer. Like, ah! Well, that's why I was waiting to read it because I was like, is it feedback 
about something negative. Oh, I'm not crying. I'm actually really, uh, thank you for the anonymous human that wrote this. And, uh, yes, TikTok. Sorry for you that you have to have some weird ass community guidelines that had nothing to do with anything except us saying the word sex. Yeah. Um, we had like we, hand we talked about sexual like positions yeah. and that was it. And so that bums me out. And then I went down a dark rabbit hole was started by you sending me a fucking text message. I'm not blaming you, but I'm saying with the Joe Rogan thing about TikTok and oh, what they're, they're taking they're ter- they're from your guidelines. information. Yeah. From the terms and, and agreements. Which and then I was like, into because no, we're not. Yeah. We're not. But I was like, <laughs> I texted our, like, our group. I was like, I'm fucking leaving TikTok. And, and then like, Amy's can't. like, are you serious right now? Yeah. We can't do that. And I was like, you're right. I'm being dramatic, but I just want to make a point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, you want, I, I would like to as well, because it's unfortunate when you talk about educational sex positivity. Granted, we do a lot of funny things, but like no one's there. But it's not us belittling being, anyone, mocking anyone, shaming We're also anyone. not like, look at how beautiful you are and buy these products. We're like, hey. No, we're being ridiculous. We're actually. being ridiculous. <laughs> and, and there's funny stuff that happens. And it is meant to be an informational platform to reach folks that maybe aren't as into listening to podcasts yet or on, I say, the sexuality level that they want to be quite yet. Because you get you get information from various avenues like porn or like different podcasts that sometimes don't give you like the best information about and sexuality there's, and there's a lot of wonderful podcasts out there too but how are people so to many. decipher and so you're gonna take the people that actually say things that are and it's not just us right like we're not just the, it's not just the amy and april show we bring Hell no. in, that's why we bring in other guests educators authors doctors and we talk therapists. about our pleasure podcast people sex with emily yeah. dan savage yeah. all like i love great avenues the avenues that are sex positive and i know you do as well that's why i'm saying i as we but we are but if we if we were just there maybe like just like a a twerk make shame sex was all about just twerking we would right or like look at how my body looks today and look at the i didn't eat look at three days and i am on the barbie diet and now i'm okay and well we can't skinny shame people i'm not skinny shame no 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 no. i'm not i'm not skinny shaming i'm talking about the the like tiktok siri voice that you can put in that's like here's the miracle thing that i did today oh god and like how you can hack your sex life so no i'm not i look at financial advice and then i learn about different techniques and then i'm like i'm gonna get really big on this and then i never do it and then i'm like damn it i could have been a billionaire by now but instead i'm teaching people about their sexuality which is much more what i prefer That's what you're meant to be doing exactly all right you ready for a bio yeah. we're just fucking tangentially speaking thank you chris thank ryan. you chris ryan. chris ryan we love you. hey there's another great podcaster there you it's go true that was Shout the podcast out. i will say last shameless admission right now i was the most nervous for that podcast out of anyone we've ever done that's really funny because one, another testimony i was going to going to read was about that but it wasn't it was it was like i'm it, sure it wasn't about me i no, was terrible i was terrified i like got dry mouth during that show it was in your dining room because table. i read Aww. that it was on my dining room table back in the day and i loved that book so much i read it i think two times over the course of i think it's years. episode 54 is that early and it was so, I was, I remember being like, what do I say? What do I say? What do I say? That was before we actually even laid out our questions. Yeah. And it was like a, it was a conversation. You just go into it. Well, we still do that with interviews. And if no, we person, do. But I'm saying we didn't have prompts well, back the then. The other thing about that one is that I went into already knowing him because I went on his show. And he really um, wanted to bang you out. Uh, yeah, he hit on me. The, yeah, yeah, Chris, I'm And I was just like the chick that was like getting in the way probably. He, he introed my episode on his show with him hitting on me and me saying, here's a bottle of lube. Good night. Yeah. <laughs> he gave him some Uber lube and walked away. So this is not an out, uh, outing of shame. No. It's an outing of my, no, definitely not for him, but outing of my, I was so, that was the most nervous I've ever been in a show before. Well, well, the feedback we got that I didn't share on here was someone that was in their seventies that was grateful for hearing that information about masturbation, masturbation, shame, non-monogamy that Chris Ryan shared on episode 54. I haven't re-listened to that episode because I'm terrified. It's not bad. And someone was saying that they wish they knew this information sooner because now they are almost grieving 70 whatever years of, of uh, not being in their ultimate sexual self that doesn't feel like a monogamous being again we're not a non-monogamy podcast we're not pre- preaching that uh, we're preaching you do you that's what this is all about so we're sharing perspectives from listeners um, so that you can just understand that like there's a diversity to it and some people are, are monogamous some aren't well summer into i'm happy to hear that it, the feedback wasn't april needs to drink more water because her mouth started 
No, no one said that. All right. Read the bio. All right. I will. I drank a lot of water. I drank a lot of water. I drank a bunch of... Uh, Are you ready? Amylicious, shamey, as I call you sometimes. Yes, I'll be the shamey. Lala is the founder of Lala's Bedtime Tales, a sexual wellness and liberation brand. She is a sexuality and sexual health advocate, audio erotic podcast host, and an erotica writer. She offers erotica and romance literature, sexual health and wellness education from licensed medical professionals, and healthy relationship and intimacy advice from sexuality experts. To learn more, visit lalasbedtimetales.com. All right, everyone, it is interview time, and this is a fun, playful... so bad at sexy voices, sensual, sexy. <laughs> I don't think you're bad. Eargasmic episode about audio erotica and eargasms. We say eargasms. Guess what? We're not teaching you how to like touch or look at ear. Uh, we're talking about how the wet April's, willy. Yeah, April's currently touching my microphone. <laughs> oh, to yeah, give me sorry, a dry willy in nice. my microphone. <laughs> you also have uh, headphones out, so that didn't work out. Yeah, to my, my advantage. Yeah, it didn't work out so well. Um, yeah. So, anyways, this is about audio erotica and what it can do for our auditory senses and to help us tap into more of our sensuality, sexuality. Um, and, you know, we have these senses, was it the five senses? And, uh, and some people I think are more, we're actually, you and I both are auditory, I think, right, April? We both identify as very auditory people. I can watch porn. And actually, if I turn off the audible of the porn i don't get as turned on i need the actual the auditory yeah. that what's happening like i can actually just get off without viewing anything so, i i FYI. i too also like if i were to just look at a naked body i'm kind of like hmm but i the sounds and the energy then that really gets me so we're talking about that and how this we can use as tools and also we're here with lala who offers a whole website um you know a whole bunch of opportunities a whole bunch of different avenues for you to go and get your audio erotica on so spoken by the master uh lala we're so happy to have you here and even though we read a little bit about who you are in our bio can you tell our listeners about how you got to where you are today in the field of sexuality yes absolutely and i'm so happy to be here um so how my journey started was i was 13 and i had a sex positive parent and i really loved young adult fiction and she's like oh i think you'll love romance so she would give me books that her friends were reading i don't know if she knew how sexual they were but i, I mean that's read awesome them and I, right <laughs> i read them and i loved them so they were kind of what normalized sex for me growing up and i know for a lot of people like television movies books are kind of like their first sex educator and so from there anytime I was stressed out or I wanted to get turned on I would read erotic fiction and so that went on in my adulthood too so I started having issues with my pelvic floor with endometriosis and one of the ways my pelvic floor therapist was like to help me get more relaxed to do the exercises was to listen to erotic content and so then I got a subscription to an audio erotica service and that would help me relax and get in the mood and so I wanted to share audio erotica with other people so they would understand the mental and sexual health benefits and also be entertained. Oh, I love that. And I love your background. If you're not watching on YouTube, y'all should check it out because there's a little penis pillow think, behind yeah, is you. Is that a little dick back there? That's a little yeah, dick back little there. It's thick and wide, though. And then there's, it's... A, there's a yellow, uh, smushy, the, yeah, the cuddly little thing as well. Little... Oh, yeah. that's so... Swingers? Uh, <laughs> is it pineapple the swingers symbol? Yeah, it I, is if it's upside I down. Believe... Oh, <laughs> upside down. I said that to someone at a wedding, a dude wearing a pineapple shirt, and some of them were upside down and some of them weren't. I was like, hey, do you know what that means? And he's like, what are you talking about? And uh, thank you for actually saying that because it that. is it, it is it is a thing uh, that I, I didn't know about the upside down. Part. Yes, oh, the wow. upside down. Uh, do you have some at your house upside down? OK, so Lala, <laughs> I love that story. I'm thankful for the person that raised you and, and offered you this tool that has turned into your work, which is incredible. Uh, and well, I'll get to sample that work soon. Oh, so stay tuned. But first, what is audio eroticism and erotica? Let's go into that first. 
Yeah, so audio eroticism is sexually explicit audio content, and it's in the form of narrated erotic storytelling, and it has sexual noises and sounds that help with arousal. And then erotica are works of literature that are intended to arouse sexual desire or to be sexually stimulating. And it's storytelling that involves sexual themes that are supposed to be more realistic depictions of sexual activity and human sexuality, which typically isn't as depicted in pornography. Okay, so it's very different. So we're going to ask that a little bit later, but I think maybe bringing that in here because so pornography and we get a lot of emails from people who are like, how do I find sex positive pornography? And I've we've had this from it seems like folks of all genders and all bits, uh, and they really there's this you know distinction between mainstream pornography and being a little bit more like objectifying or less supporting of vulva owning individuals or just the people in general, um, especially or or different races or different ethnic backgrounds. And we just did a podcast with the royal fetish it was creating their own genre of that yeah they're awesome they're amazing so why is it that um in your opinion why more female identified folks might identify with erotica or oral erotic or not oral or oral um or uh you know what i'm talking about yeah oralism um uh, audio erotica as opposed to pornography uh what, what do you think about that so oftentimes with women we have to do a lot of sensory mapping and a lot of our turn on point starts with uh, visualizing stuff in our mind. And so our biggest sex organ is our mind. So that's one of the biggest ways that we get turned on. And then women typically find erotic literature more empowering and female-friendly than pornography. And within erotic literature, women are allowed to be able to grow a more relatable and emotional connection to the female main character and explore sexual fantasies through their imagination and sexual fantasies through erotic literature that they might not always be able to do with pornography because when you're reading or listening to erotica you can put yourself in the driver's seat of the heroin and kind of mm. imagine yourself going on her sexual journey that makes sense i never thought about that when i've been listening to audio erotica have you about like about being more in the driver's seat than watching porn i'm clips? usually just looking to like but you know, whack, whack the uh, the old uh, clitoris down right there. I'm just kidding. I don't like to say whack. I mean, I massage sometimes, uh, but no, I don't really pay attention that I, much. But now I will. But I, think I that, will now. That would make sense. Okay. Watching an image, and I'm like, I don't identify with that person there mm-hmm. in like the way their body is moving or the way they you know they look or whatever. But but maybe if I hear them, then I could just like create a story of making them me or something. Is that what you're saying? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Wow. You with the British accent? I don't know. You, you have a terrible British accent. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I'm there. I just right have now. terrible accents other than Amy Baldwin, who does accents randomly so, for no but reason. But it's actually quite nice when you do it. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> I love it. That wasn't bad. I love that. <laughs> All right. I'm a Australian. I'm not sure. I give it a 2.3 out of, out of 10 <laughs> right, right now. We're going to work on that. Well, that's why this isn't my job. This is Lala. So that's why you're going to listen to Lala, not me. Um, okay. So what is, and I'm going to say this incorrectly, an oralism kink? And is audio hypnosis erotica part of this? So, yes, it definitely can be part of it. Um, so our... I call it realism. I'm, I'm realism. not saying it wrong. Realism. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> so it's basically someone who gets sexually aroused through sound. And it's not only sexual or erotic sounds. It can be nature, someone's voice, ASMR, or calming sounds, or anything that brings that person sensation. And so a person who is aroused by sounds, it's subconsciously practicing mindful sensuality. And... While males tend to be more responsive to visual simulations, what you'll see is that it's quite common in women to get off from sound kink because uh, typically women use all five senses to explore their sexuality more so. More so, so you're saying so like vulva owners you yes. use all five senses more so so than penis owners as a generalization that like they're like more in tune with this part of them and then penis owners are a little more like. I only use like three of the senses or <laughs> well, typically for <laughs> one, them, one of them, more... <laughs> one sense. Yeah. My, yeah, my they, they, <laughs> yeah. It basically Sorry. takes them one sense to, <laughs> to get turned on. Whereas women typically have to connect all five senses to get all the pleasure during sex. Okay. So, and, and you know, we're not all about generalizing over here. At yeah. yeah you could be in that so movie I... with Bruce Willis from the nineties called the sixth sense oh yes. have a ghost tap into your someone pleasure. has an eighth sense i don't know yes. and also yes i mean i 
if I speak for like, okay, my generalized population of people that I know, you know, uh, the female identifying and Volvo owning people uh, I'm with, you know, we hang out, we uh, talk more about like emotions and our, how our seem like we're a little bit more open to our emotional state of being, whereas, you know, the penis owning male identified folks, um, especially in the heteronormative world are mm-hmm. uh, more conditioned otherwise. And so maybe they're capable of it. Yeah, uh, but they're just cultured or taught or something not to, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know the answer. Like, I'm not a scientist and not, nor do I believe all scientists anyways. <laughs> yeah. Or it might just be that they get turned on a lot quicker. And so visualizations at the gate, if they see something, it might be more easy. Like, you know how they like to say that um, Volvo owners are more like cars getting started. Like you need to warm up. That's so. me. I'm like an old <laughs> car. It needs a lot of warm up. <laughs> need like 20 minutes in that's the, the driveway. Arousal, that's the arousal non-concordance and the, all of those pieces that come into play with, yes. with Volvo play versus how, how a lot of penis owners out there. And this is not all because there's so many humans and every human is different with, with their turn ons. However, biologically speaking, for the most part, a lot of penis owners can be turned on with just the visual. Whereas the vulva owners uh, tend to have uh, the car scenario where they need their oil changed and their fluids filled before you can drive. No, no, the no, 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 no fluids unless there's lube for a while. The yeah. fluids, bro. You got to yeah. chop them off. Yeah, that means like, OK, we're going to get into that one. All right. So and hey, if you're a penis owner, and you're like, I'm actually the car like Amy in the driveway that needs to hang out for 20 minutes in Minnesota uh, in the winter. <laughs> to be warmed up you actually do because the oil is right april grew up yes no wisconsin Wisconsin. went to college minnesota and the oil freeze and you got to do the whole windshield thing and her old would you have a a volkswagen old old that thing died before i got to college okay anyway i went to university so you take a long time so maybe or you're listening you're like i don't know what turns me on is it more of the audio oral um, aural, aural <laughs> way of listening. Our, yeah, I, whatever, however we say it, it's in our ears. Um, we are going to play a clip for you. So April uh, is going to read a little snippet. This is an intro to something that Lala sent us, and then we're going to play the clip. April, tell us about Your Friends Can Play Too by Lala. Okay, and we had a, Amy and I had a a, a thought process beforehand. So just a disclaimer, I haven't actually read this. I'm reading it as but I go. But she listened to it. But I listened to it and yeah. it's sexy as fuck. And then we're going to hear it after <laughs> from Lala herself. So here we go. No, she's not reading it after. No, yeah, she's not reading it after. after but we're going to have a clip of it. Yes. Yes. After. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Okay. Just being clear here. Amy. <laughs> yeah. High five, baby. We're good planners. You got this. Woo-hoo. Oh, oh that okay. Was a weird high five. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> Take an erotic adventure to Ibiza with a curvy, exotic dancer named Butterscotch. She's trouble with a capital T and is willing to throw caution to the wind when she has a strong opinion and idea she can't get out of her mind. When a sexy, mysterious man approaches her to go on vacation, how can she resist it? Especially when he has two attractive best friends whose company she wants to enjoy. Why choose one when she can have all three? Mm. But Butterscotch will soon find out not everything is as it appears to be. And this may be more of an adventure than this vixen can handle. All right, y'all. Here we go. Have you ever joined the Mile High Club? No, I sweep. As my nipples begin to pebble and my heart beats erratically. Then let me help you gain your exclusive membership to the spectacular club. Reese responds, his lips devouring mine in a hard, passionate kiss as his fingers play with the edges of my lace thong. His fingers playfully brush against my vulva as he deepens the kiss. His fingers tease the entrance of my wet pussy. My clitoris quivers achingly for his touch. Reese trails hot kisses around my jawline, making me shudder with pleasure when his tongue licks the shell of my ear. He causes me to convulse when his teeth graze my earlobe, nibbling it until a moan. 
of ecstasy breaks from my lips. I whimper in disappointment when Reese removes his hand from between my thighs to lower the straps of my sundress to expose my breast to him. He smiles with excitement when he notices I'm not wearing a bra. Too eager to take things slow, Reese impatiently pulls me onto his lap, dragging my hot, wet pussy over the bulge in his jeans. He takes one of my rock-hard nipples into his mouth, sucking it until I feel the pain of sexual delight in my clitoris. Reese continues our dry humping by torturously dragging my aroused core over his swelling erection. Unable to take his teasing any longer, I fumble between us to undo his pants. I yank his rock hard, big, thick dick free, and then pull my lace thong to the side. I slowly begin to impel myself on his manhood, enjoying its fullness as it massages my hot, horny pussy. We both let out a sigh of relief when my heat clamps around him and I'm seated at the hilt. Reese buries his face into my breast, taking his time worshiping each of my breasts as I grind up and down on his big, thick dick. I throw my head back, moaning out loudly, not giving a fuck about who hears me. My focus is on the pleasure I need from Reese and enjoying the sex between us. The sex that I've been fantasizing about for days. Reese is a gentle lover. He gives me lots of eye contact, sweet kisses, and fucks me tenderly as he swirls his fingers around my clitoris. As I near my climax, I break eye contact with Reese, peering over his shoulder to see a giant, beautiful, thick dick. Cliff is standing to the side of the seat, tugging at his dick with pre-comp listening at the tip. I'm so hot and so horny. My mouth waters at the sight of this beautiful man. I slide my hungry mouth around the head of his manhood, swirling my tongue around the tip while I bounce up and down on Reese's dick. I deep throat cliff stick until I feel my body convulse as my orgasm hits, clamping down on Reese's dick until he screams out his own release. My turn, Cliff hoarsely barks. Holy fuck. Um, fucks me tenderly as I swirl my clitoris bouncing up and down what about some of the rhyming that went on the dick yeah the, the oh, dick oh <laughs> my god did you mean to do that oh my god i love that i so we listened before and then of course you know we listened during this uh and you should see april's uh face by the way as we press pause for her to listen um uh, was just like eyes wide open taking the sip of wine i was, uh, I was yeah. getting <laughs> beclepped as they say some places beclepped it's like i'm all heated and hot because it was hot i you, wanted to and you're Skills. Top off. Lot that that is- my headphones. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Yes. Taking my top off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. So yes. So I love, love, love what you're creating, what you're offering. And it totally speaks to uh, to us. And we're not talking about loveling. Wait, feedback is, oh, on yeah. how I read the, the <laughs> intro to that, Lala? <laughs> well, could I use some more inflection oh, on some of the... Hot. I thought okay, it was good. hot. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah. I, I was like, like butterscotch. <laughs> oh, by the way, if you're not watching this in, in that and you heard about the... Bre- about, you know, well, this butterscotch. But so, but we're talking about Lala. But Lala's breast, can I just say... Yeah, I, am. <laughs> I, I honestly love yes. those so much. I know Butterscotch is a persona, but those breasts are a part of you. So if you're not following us on TikTok, Instagram, and all the things, we have clips on our YouTube. Then, um, and uh, yes, and Lala has a brilliant mind. So la, let's bring it, bring it, let's bring it back to the mind. Okay, deep breath. Okay, got this. Lala, <laughs> Butterscotch. 
What are the benefits of incorporating erotic content into your personal lifestyle? It's like your personal world. Yeah. So it has mental health and sexual health benefits. The mental health benefits is that it can be therapeutic and reduce stress and anxiety by reading or listening to arousal material. Uh, I always think that reading and sex are both therapeutic activities. So if you combine them together through erotica, then it's double the relaxation, in my opinion. And it can improve your mood and make your emotions more positive because it releases the feel-good hormones like dopamine and oxytocin and serotonin. And then the sexual health benefits is that it helps you with sexuality exploration of desires and fantasies. And it can be used as a mental exercise that helps you reach orgasm because it's arousing material. And then I'm a huge proponent of foreplay should go on all day. So Mm. you can use this as a way to build up anticipation and help set the mood through the sexual stimulating content. And then it helps improve your sex life by normalizing or changing the narrative in your head about female sexuality because it puts um, female or vulval owner pleasure in the uh, forefront. And that's what the focus is around. And it can make you feel sexier in and out the bedroom. It helps give you sexy ideals in the bedroom. And it can get you more aroused and increase your libido. So just to recap that, because that's important, everyone. You're getting physical, emotional, and mental self-care just by tapping in and having some erotica in your life. You just have to hang out and listen. That's kind of it, mean, right? I kind of uh, lay on my couch and do that. You could you could just basically drift off to the sexy sounds of butterscotch and all oh, of the endeavors. The other characters. Yes. Well, I'm it, sorry. I, I'm, I'm, I can't even stop with the but I, I like talking I love like that. Now. Uh, do you want to read change. it again, you? No, no. Everyone, what does butterscotch do next? <laughs> I want to like, know what, what April thinks butterscotch does next. I I, I don't know, but it's adventures of butterscotch. Someone should do a, a comic strip about the adventures of butterscotch in all of in all of the glory of butterscotch on the mission of, of uh, having... See, but now we're bringing in the visual, though. Oh, sorry. Well, I just... Because I would add... Never mind. Not about me. We're going to go on to that later. <laughs> Stay tuned. April's Lala making a whole after. comic book. Yes, I have an idea. Like, are we making uh, porn now? What's going on, Chip? I don't no know. Where. We're going to make erotic porn. Uh, we're going to make erotic comical porn. So, no, no, comic-oriented porn. I have a question. Oh, damn actually it. does exist. That is, I know. That that's what I'm saying, but we're going to have butterscotch in there. So I have a question about the, so the, the lifestyle. Be, I mean, so is your work more geared towards vulva owners or, or female-identified folks? Or like, I'm pretty sure some like you know uh, people of all genders could get off to what you're talking about i mean i guess if you're t- speaking to just like heteronormative engagements between you know, a penis owner and a vulva owner or it's like you know very clear that they're straight people hooking up and maybe not everyone but like i'm pretty sure some penis owners could be like that's really hot yeah i do i do have a a pretty much so from my podcast it's almost a pretty much even split um so men do enjoy it as well and then I have also as well, I try to be inclusive. So I do have some stories for that LGBT plus community. And I'm going to, that's part of my goal is to bring more of them in with their voices and let them voice the content and write stories to be on Mm. the podcast as well. So before I ask you this next question, because this next question is really great. It's about relationships. I remember I, this story just came up for me as you were mentioning the answer to Amy's question. But I remember I was in fourth grade Ooh. and I was at my friend's house and I asked her if I could have a book because she was doing some kind of project. I don't know if it was for school. It was an art project. And she's like, well, my my dad has this book that I've wanted to read for a while, oh but you should check it out. And I don't remember the name exactly. But I started reading it. And I was sitting there and it was full blown erotica. And it, it might have been related to some kind of it was so fucking hot. And it was I was I think I was you, 11, a 10 or 11 at the time, because I remember I was double digit, but I was not Ooh, old enough to read that book. Digit. And I was like, it was super hot. And I read just, I think, five pages. And then homegirl came back from her project. And I was like, I wanted to go bait. And I was like, um, have you ever read this? And she's like, no, no. But my dad, uh, it's always been in the back area and he's gone all the time. And I remember that was my first experience with erotica, reading erotica. So you, do you, so you didn't ask her to read it to you? <laughs> no, I actually, hey, Brian, I, I, read I, I hid it like from her. And I was like, do you know about that book? She's like, where did you I, steal I think, it? No, I didn't steal it. Cause my mom found it. She probably would be mad, but it was, I want to say it's something that had to do with I want to say it was something with Hustler, but I don't know exactly. 
Okay, time for a quick break. This podcast is free to you because of our amazing sponsors like UberLube. UberLube is a luxurious silicone lubricant that can enhance your sex and intimacy. UberLube's unique formula is velvety, long-lasting, with no flavor or scent, and it feels absolutely incredible on the body. There are thousands of doctors recommending UberLube to their patients because it's less likely to throw off your pH than most other lubes. So whether you want to make your hot sex even hotter, or you want to prevent dryness, take our advice and check out our favorite go-to, UberLube. UberLube isn't just for sex. I use it for massage, to tame my frizzy hair, to prevent chafing, even for oral sex sessions. I love how it comes in a beautiful bottle with a pump top for easy access, appearing more like a cosmetic product so you can leave it on your nightstand shamelessly. UberLube is without a doubt my favorite lube, and countless listeners agree, often stating, we never knew lube could be this good. To learn why we think it's the best lube on the planet, check out uberlube.com and use code SHAMELESSSEX for 10% off and free shipping. Again, that's uberlube.com, use code SHAMELESSSEX for 10% off and free shipping. This podcast was also made possible by OMGS.com. OMGS combines scientific research of real Volvo owners so you can learn shame-free techniques on how to pleasure the pussy. OMGS studied 20,000 plus people of all ages and turned the research into animated modules, short videos, and beautiful infographics that are tasteful and easy to understand. Whether you want to learn about external pleasure, internal stimulation, or techniques with toys, OMGS can help you master vulva pleasure. Let me tell you, I've been recommending OMGS to my clients for years and it's been changing their lives because knowledge really can activate your pleasure power. OMGS is for anyone who cares about vulva pleasure and wants to take it to the next level. OMGS can help you become a sexual strategist by equipping you with the tools you need to unlock your pleasure potential. Plus, your OMGS purchase helps fund more pleasure research. OMG, that's great. Only pay once and these techniques are yours forever. That's right. This is not a subscription service and you don't need to download a thing. So go to omgs.com shameless to get 10% off when you purchase any OMGS season. Again, go to omgs.com shameless to get 10% off right now. Time to pursue your pleasure. And now back to the show. So that being said, let's move on to the next question. I just remember that was my first experience with anything that had to do with erotica. And that is amazing. So what we're, so we're super curious about though, is because you said this a little bit in the question before, but the relational piece, like how this can spice up relationships. So what, and we talked about like your own practice and how it could spice things up, but you know, is this like listening with partners or together or what you learn from listening to what you offer? Like, how does that spice up relationships? Yeah. So that's part of it too. So it can be a way to form a deeper connection by reading erotica out loud to each other as a form of foreplay, the build up that anticipation. And then you can listen to erotica together while exploring each other's erogenous zones Mm. so i like that too like there's this thing with five gears of touch and you can do like a date night around that and like you start with stage one and put on some erotica and touch each other to that and then you can use it for ideals in the for bedroom scenes and explore fantasies or discuss fantasies with a partner and like if you have a hard time bringing up fantasies or talking about kink you can be like hey i read this in this hot book and here's the scene and so like Let's try this out in the bedroom. And then also it can just be used as a tool to mentally prepare yourself for sexual intercourse if you suffer with sexual anxiety. And then also studies have shown that Volvo owners who read erotica have 74% more sex. So it builds up the anticipation for sexual intercourse. And that comes from the National Library of Medicine. What were those five pieces you mentioned in the beginning? Five so there's five gears of touch. Um, so the first one you start with, it's more like you start with kissing and touching without everything is above the clothing. Mm-hmm. And then you go to two where you do like foot massages and you do caresses. And then there's sensual touch where you do like sexy dancing. So you can do like a strip tease or a salsa dancing. And then you move up to level four where it's like the mutual masturbation. That's a good time to introduce toys. And then you can also do oral. And then the last one is five, which is like, Going back to old school is like the home run where you do like intercourse and stuff like that. (laughs) Which most people are just going from one to five. (laughs) That's it. Like, wait, what's all this other stuff you talk about? I like that because if so oftentimes we talk about foreplay, it feels and a lot of people in the sex positive world are kind of like trying to move away from from foreplay as just it being its own thing. Like I just touch the nipples for two minutes and we're good and we're ready to go. Or or you know Oh, you mean as it as like a timed out thing of like the amount of 
time what, spent with you, foreplay what, or what do you mean what lala's laying out is that these that these different layers of it of all these ways we can expand touching and connecting with the body beyond just like we kiss i touch your nipples now my mouth is on your cock or on whatever and now we're, we're fucking and there was so much more there in what you said and i think that's what people think of in foreplay which is kind of problematic when someone's oh. asking i want more foreplay to my partner they're mm -hmm. like okay cool so i just look your clip for five more minutes or you know like no 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 no, no. i have a whole body and i want that sexy striptease dance that lala's talking about and i want you to massage my foot and the dry humping is a huge piece too dry yeah. humping yeah. i love that yeah maybe pour some hot candle wax on me if i'm a kinky human you know like you know yeah. there's the possibilities are limitless but i like the expansion of that Yes. Uh, so in regards to tools, then you want to ask about this one or in regards to tools for, uh, for erotica, um, and finding more recommendations, obviously, and we're going to ask you after this, how people can work with you. So that's going to be a huge piece. Cause everyone go check out Lala's work. Um, but if people want to really learn more about how to get their, dip their toes in their foot massage toes in, um, to getting more erotic content, what are your recommendations? So my recommendations, if you're just starting out, is the Breathless series by Maya Banks. And that one is, it's like a male dominant female submissive vibe. And then there's also Crossfire series by Sylvia Day, which touches on some trauma healing. Um, and then it also has a dom male dominant male female submissive uh storyline as well. And then one of my favorite series that I read, if you're like really into um Degregation and Humiliation Kinks and Daddy Kink is this Cinderella story by Kay Webster. And then also to another good one, if you're just trying to dip your toes in, it's a sweet series by Maya Banks as well. And that covers a plethora of stuff from sex clubs to light bondage to impact play. It has a lot of different elements in it. Can I just speak to talking about Cinderella and a lot of these fairy tale stories? I just watched because all of them stemmed from some pretty dark mm -hmm. tales from a lot of them from this 1800s, some even before I watched the, the, the new Pinocchio that's out with oh, Tom geez. Hanks. It sounds scary. Well, it's, I, I liked it. No, no judgment. I'm not a very big movie critic. I, I really just applaud filmmaking a lot of times and, and acting, but, but the darkness of it, they locked Pinocchio in a fucking cage. I didn't realize that when I was little, when it's a cartoon, oh, Cinderella was in the castle, and then right? C Cinderella was all locked up by her, by her stepmother after her yeah. father died. And then uh, they're so much darkness in those fairy tales and turning those into kinky, fun, erotic stories makes so much sense to me because I mean, not that I was thinking about the Pinocchio piece because he's a fucking wooden boy, but I was like, what the fuck? Like, someone what, might get off to like, Pinocchio. I don't, I, I don't know. But as a child watching those things and then as an adult fantasizing and turning those things into sexy erotica seems it seems like the next frame that I would go to in, in, in life being like, yeah, what did they do to Cinderella? Oh, yeah. they locked her up. Yeah. And now Butterscotch is coming in <laughs> with her two others. To say hi, Cinderella. Did you make me a dress today? And then beat the shit out of the Here's people that lost you slipper. in the tower. Yeah, because she's in control. Go fuck. And then Cinderella like <laughs> deep fisting on some level or something. For the abusers. <laughs> <laughs> and now we lost every, all the listeners. No, no um, way. No, no, it's hot still so now. It's or deep. Sleeping Beauty was on fucking drugs, and they drugged her, and then mm -hmm. Prince Charming. That was not consensual. Yeah. Oh, Jesus that Christ. Yeah. That's true. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Disney, please don't sue us. Um, oh, well, and, and I just we couldn't afford that chip. We'd be out. We'd pop, be out. Disney, pop. we encourage you to ask us more questions. Well, what I'll add to just that piece in, in which will tie into what your work, Lala, is. Like, I think it, we should keep on this conversation. No, let's keep talking about we're Disney. Going, uh, we're going Rogan on it. Uh, we're going full drum. <laughs> All right, never mind. Anyways, um, no, we're not. Uh, so just yes, people, it, there is an actual skill or um brilliant tool in the mind and body to utilize traumatic experiences or hurtful or harmful experiences and eroticize them as a part of healing. Um, yes. So I know a number of people who have had some really terrible things that have happened mm -hmm. that they're it's switched in their minds. Now they're the ones in power kind of readdressing that in a power place. And so yes. I think audio erotica and erotica in general can offer that, right? Yes, definitely. Absolutely. Like 
that was that's actually part of the reason too that I really got into erotica and audio erotica is because I was in a therapy session and my therapist was like, well, write what happened to you and make it how you wish it would have occurred. Mm. And so that was a really good exercise. And so there's also books too where you can find healing. Like there's this one book I read in off campus series by L. Kennedy, where it talks about where both characters are going through traumatic events and part of the healing is getting reacquainted with sex and growing a healthy relationship together. And that was so empowering. After I read that book, even though it was fictitious, I was able to speak to my partner better about how to handle and be in a relationship with someone who's dealt with trauma. So yes, definitely. Yeah. And there's people out there that, like myself, that I... I love sound healing with yes. just like closing my eyes and, and hearing their therapeutic sounds of various levels. And it's not wooey here. These are actually proven. And then there's the, uh, what are the people that say like, I'm going to take a brush. Oh yeah. Pressure. AS, ASMR. ASMR. Yeah. ASMR. <laughs> and that's all. all and, and there are people that have really blown up and become hugely famous on YouTube and different uh, varieties of, of, uh, uh, resources and platforms by doing ASMR work. And that is all, uh, th there's something to say about audio. There is yes. people that, uh, have never tapped into erotica that are listening out there. Go check out, especially Lala's work because it's pretty fantastic. And, uh, this is a perfect segue. How Lala, can folks out there listening work with you, find you? And I know you have a podcast, you have uh, various platforms. So please share with all of us in your Lala, Lala-ness. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, people can work. Uh, so what I have currently is a website. If you go to lalasbedtimefills.com, you'll have access to not only erotic stories, but there's also love and sex advice from licensed counselors and sex therapists. And there's also, I partner with medical professionals to get them to write articles about reproductive health and sexual health. So there's some educational blogs there as well. And then you can listen to my podcast anywhere that you listen. And it's Lala's Bedtime Tells Erotic Stories. And I'm always hanging out on Instagram at, at Lala's Bedtime Tells, um, providing entertainment and sexual education. Mm -hmm. Oh, Lala. I just love your bedtime tales. I, oh, I learned a lot from listening to your erotica and your podcast is fantastic. And I think that folks definitely check that out. And I love how you're advocating for just sexual health for folks to have more shameless sex, because that's really all of this is intertwined and woven together. It's one big web of amazingness. And you all that are listening are part of that. And thank you, Lala, for sure. We will check out all of your work as often as I do because I'm an audible human and I do get turned down. I hope you don't mind. I get turned down by, by you, you. your voice. Yeah. She's, used to, she's uh, like, so. you know how many people are baiting to me? <laughs> yeah. She's like, Duh. So to all you shameless sex revolutionaries listening out there, if you didn't tune in on YouTube, definitely check us out. We're a shameless sex on YouTube. And then Instagram, we're shameless sex podcast. We just had our TikTok removed after we had a, a blown out post that had like 400,000 views in, in like an hour or less. And so they removed us. We broke their, um, their, we didn't, Agreements. we didn't break the internet. We will soon, but we, we, we broke. broke their guidelines <laughs> and there was nothing explicit out there. So if you don't know TikTok, it's T I K T O K. And that is uh, something that you can go check out. And I think we're at shameless podcast on there. We're at now we're at shameless sex podcast on TikTok like that until they try to remove us again. But the world here can listen to podcasts about sex freely spoken because we have this platform, whatever you're listening on, whether it's uh, Spotify, you can actually rate us on Spotify, give us five stars. It helps more people find us or iTunes, give us five stars. It helps more people find us. We read every single review and we love each and every one of you. We actually feel like we have free speech still. So I hope that maintains. I believe it will. I also believe I can fly sometimes and I can't. So in your dreams, yes. I, I just love that seal song too from the nineties. Thank you, Seal. Oh, you hated right. yourself just now. I know. I don't mind. I'm 40. <laughs> I'm 40. I'm I'm fine. All right, y'all. We'll see you next Tuesday. We love you. Ciao for now. Want to learn more? Go to shamelesssex.com. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code shamelesssex at purepleasureshop.com.